I wonder what would happen if we were more interested in seeking after the heart of the Father, the heart, the very heart of God, than we were in seeking out the complicated traditions and the nuances of culture. I started Spiritual Hall because, well, ultimately, I want people who are curious about the nature of God to come to know him in a way that I know him, or I should say, in a way that I'm getting to know him. I don't think anybody's got the heart of God figured out, and I didn't start Spiritual Hall to say, hey, I'm an expert, come follow me. I started Spiritual Hall because, hey, I'm interested, and I'm following Jesus. Let's follow him together. Some people think that this is a religious podcast, and I have people who often ask me, Jenna, are you a religious person? And I typically say yes, because I think I know what they mean by that when they're asking that question. They're asking, do you attend church? They're asking, are you devout in your beliefs? They're asking if I read scripture, if I take it seriously. And so I do usually say yes. Yes, I, I, I am, because I know what they're asking when they use the word religion. But like, if I'm honest, I just think religion is a man-made thing. In fact, I believe religion is man's attempt to reach up to the divine. It's man's attempt to be reconnected with who God is or who they think the universe is or what they think the universe is. I think the many religions that are out there in the world are just mankind's way of grappling and trying to understand the meaning of life. And what I think makes Christianity fundamentally different from any other faith and why I don't believe Christianity is a religion is because it's not about man trying to attempt to reach God. It's about Jesus coming down because we couldn't get there on our own. Christianity, Jesus Christ came down. He reached down when we were trying to reach up and saved us through grace and grace alone. Spiritual Hall is a place for people who are eager to know more about what the most famous book in the world says. But more than that, they're eager to know and understand the heart of God. And I think God honors that. That curiosity, that desire to know him. The story in the Bible that's really gripped my heart in this season is how Jacob, a character in the Old Testament, how he actually physically wrestled with God. And they wrestled and they wrestled all through the night. And he kept saying, I will not let go. I will not let go until you bless me. And God did bless Jacob. And what I love about that story is even though we associate wrestling with a fight. It's really a sport. And I think God craves the intimacy of that. 
God craves the people who are going to wrestle with him, wrestle to understand things that they do not, wrestle to know more about him. My favorite verse in the Bible is Jeremiah 29, 13. You will seek me and you will find me if you seek me with all your heart. But I don't think we seek God by getting more religious. And that's not to say that I don't advocate going to church because I think going to church is super important. It can be so encouraging. And the church really isn't a building. It's the body of Christ. It's being connected with other believers and and working together to accomplish good things with him and encouraging and edifying one another. That's the true purpose of the church is to come together in fellowship, in goodness, in prayer. So I'm not saying that We don't dive into scripture, and I'm not saying we don't attend church, and I'm not saying that when I say we don't seek after religion. What I'm saying is that we are willing to to unbox God, to take him out of the tiny box that we've tried to put him in and really ask him to show us who he is. And that's what we're doing in Spiritual Hall as we read through the scriptures. We're asking God to show us who he is as we pour through the stories chronologically. Speaking of religion, though, and customs that we we have, one of the customs of the church is to take Holy Communion, which is where we break bread and we drink wine, um, or in some cases, grape juice, (laughs) non-alcoholic. I grew up Southern Baptist, so I know all about that, you know. the cracker and the grape juice. And and we do it as a remembrance of what Christ did on the cross. Because Jesus, before he went to the cross, he had the last supper with his friends, with his disciples. And they sat down together for Passover meal. And they broke bread and they drank wine. And Jesus stood up and he broke the bread and he said, this is my body that I break for you. Take this in remembrance of me. And he did the same thing with the cup of wine that he passed around. This is my blood that I pour out for you. Take this in remembrance of me. And since then, Christians have been taking Holy Communion in remembrance of God. And I think that's beautiful. And and yes, different denominations have different understandings of, of what communion is. If you go into Catholic Church and they talk about the Eucharist, they believe that it's the it becomes the literal body and the literal blood of Christ when when the priest prays over it. And I mean, listen, I, I don't know. I don't know, maybe it is. You know, maybe it's a a way of just remembering. Maybe it's something that is transformed in prayer into being literal. I all I know is I have the faith that says that God could do it any which way He wanted to do it, but that He calls us to do it in remembrance of Him. But that being said, a story of communion that touched my heart more than anything is a story about. Um, some people who wanted to take communion in the inner city. And they had just been prayed for and they had just received Christ and they were so eager to just do something to honor Jesus, so eager that they ran into the kitchen and they got some Diet Coke, because that's all they had, and some saltine crackers. And they had communion. And I mean... 
for some of you out there, you may hear a story like that and be like, "Ooh, they've got it wrong," <laughs> because they, you know it's clearly supposed to be the bread and the wine, not diet coke and saltine crackers. But is it? I mean, really, is it? Because those people that I witnessed eating those saltine crackers and drinking the diet coke unto Jesus doing it so eager to to be obedient to him, so eager to worship him, I just feel like, wow, I think Jesus is so dazzled by that, so dazzled by, by that longing to just connect with whatever they had to Christ. They didn't have any fancy wine. They didn't have any communion crackers. They didn't have special unleavened bread. They gave what they had, they took what they had, and they prayed over it, and they took it in remembrance and in honor of Christ. That story moves me. It reminds me of the poor widow that put two coins in the offering, and Jesus witnessed her do this. And he also had been watching as people who were way wealthier than her threw in their 10% or threw in their excess into the offering, the temple. And he points to the widow and he says, this one gave more than any of the others because she gave all she had. When I hear the story of the Diet Coke and the crackers, it reminds me of the people who literally cut a hole in the roof of someone just to lower their friend down to see Jesus because the crowds were so thick surrounding the house that he was preaching from. They were so thick that they couldn't fight through the crowds. So they climbed on the roof, tore a hole in it, and lowered their friend down because their friend needed healing. And Jesus was the man who healed. Man, I think God is so ready for people who are so desperate to connect with him right where they are. Even if they don't do it, quote, how we would say doing it right is. Even if they don't look perfect, even if they're a little messy, even if they they don't have a lot to give, even if they don't fully understand everything yet. I think it's so beautiful. And I think it's the heart of the Father. It says it says man looks at the outer appearance, but God looks at the heart. And man, I think God is so ready for people who are so ready to know him that they'll just give everything they have, anything they have, to honor, to remember, to love, and obey him. That Diet Coke and crackers is so revealing of the heart. And and if you're out there and, and you're listening to this, and I'm not saying that we should replace, you know, the bread and the wine with Diet Coke and crackers, but what I am saying is, their heart and their joy behind it is so much greater than the fanciest crackers and the prettiest goblet of wine that anyone could ever have. And as we listen and as we go into season two of Spiritual Hall that I'm so thankful for and I'm so excited about, man, I just pray that we go in with that wide-eyed wonder 
just really wanting to connect with God. May we be a people who are so desperate to know him, so desperate to have others know him that we're willing to climb up on a roof and lower ourselves down or somebody else down if need be. If all we have in our kitchens is Diet Coke and crackers, we're going to go get them and honor Jesus with them. If all we have to give is two coins, we're willing to give all we have to God. And God can do a lot with the little that we have. Another story in the Bible, Jesus takes a few pieces of fish, a few loaves of bread, and he blesses it and he feeds 5,000 people with it. God can do a lot with a little And God can do a lot with people who are just hungry and thirsty for him. And as I go into season two, I go in with a heart that is just so hungry for fresh wind and fresh fire, for fresh revelation. You know, I've been following Christ for a long time. I've loved him for a long time. But the thing that I love about him is it's not like you ever get to the bottom of who he is. It just You just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper in your understanding and your love and just your awe and wonder of just like who God is. And that's what I want for you as listeners. Maybe it's time to shake off what we think we know, to shake off chasing traditions, to shake off tracing, chasing just culture and what we think looks good and just to get real honest and real raw before the Father and just say, man looks at the outer appearance, God, look at my heart. Look at my heart. See what's in it. Change me. Know me. I want to know you. I want to walk with you. I want to talk with you. I want to be in lockstep with you, Jesus. Welcome to season two of Spiritual Hall. Everyone who is listening is so welcome here. Whether you have been following Christ for a long time and you want to get deeper into the Bible and deeper into the Word and really understand Scripture, you are so welcome here. Or maybe you are just one of my curious listeners and there are a lot of those who just listen and they don't consider themselves religious, well, welcome to the team. (laughs) Or they, they don't really know what they believe, but that's okay. That's okay for now. When Jesus looked at Peter, when he looked at some of his disciples and said, follow me, I don't think they had any clue what they were in for. They were just curious. They were just curious about this man. And it wasn't till several years into following him that Peter looked at him and said, you're the son of God. You are the Messiah. So you're welcome here. Your curiosity, your questions, they are welcome here. And some of you who are listening are really wrestling with God because maybe you're in a season of disappointment or maybe just the things of this world have really shook you to the core and you just want to hear God speak. This is the right place for you. Because you grab one arm, I'll grab the other, and we'll wrestle God together. But I won't let go until he blesses me. 
I hope you won't either. And God's big enough to handle all of our questions. He's strong enough that we can be real with him with our doubts. He cares enough to wrestle with us. And I think he likes it. Because one thing for sure that I know about God is that he enjoys intimacy with his children. Being close, being vulnerable, being real is what God loves. A real and honest heart before him. Welcome to Spiritual Hall Season 2. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you are on this journey with me. So let's jettison everything and seek after the heart of the Father together.